Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Whoa. You've been searching in the dark, your sweat soaking through the floor. And buried in your bones, there's an ache that you can't ignore. Taking your breath, stealing your mind, and all that was real is left behind. Hello and welcome to That's PTX to Me, a podcast where us pentaholics discuss the latest and greatest from our favorite acapella superstars, Pentatonics, and celebrate the amazing pentaholic community. This is our 29th episode, recorded on Monday, August 17th, 2020. My name is Hassan and I'm joined today by Katie. How are you doing today, Katie? I am doing good. I have survived my first day back at school with a couple Yay. of students. We we made it. We knew it was going to eventually happen it feels good to end the day like this with you guys oh that's awesome well we are also of course very excited to be joined by karen how are you karen hi i am so good i am so excited for this episode we have I know. so much to talk about yes. it's a big 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 day i love it i'm so glad to be here with you guys yeah it is all very exciting and we are extra excited because we are joined by our next pentaholic valentine, my own valentine, my oh, wife, Mahim. Uh, Hi, it's nice to be here. Um, we're doing good. Hopefully everyone else is doing good as well. Everyone is listening. We're so okay. excited you're here. Oh, that's nice. I'm excited to be here. Well, we can't wait to just learn all about Mahin and just jump into all the good stuff today. But we do have a couple of to-do to get out of the way, I guess. And so basically, the podcast is available on a variety of platforms, your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. And it was available on Google Play Music, but it is now available on Google Podcasts. Google Play Music has transitioned to Google Podcasts. So if you are subscribed on Google Play Music, I don't know if it's still active or not, but I would suggest going over to Google Podcasts so that you don't miss out on any episodes. So yeah. keep that in mind. Always changing and moving. Gotta do it. That's right. Well, we're gonna jump right in, but first things first. Da-da-da-da. We, you know, since Mahin's here, we thought we'd just kind of share a little bit of something with everyone. <gasps> do you want to go right ahead, Mahin? Yeah. We're having a boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. So my intuition was wrong. I thought it was gonna be a girl, but it's a boy. Okay, I'm, I am. I hate. This. I know. My I saw. Cut out. I was like, no. Uh, Karen, I no. saw Karen frozen. I was like, oh no, wait, what happened? Did you hear? Can we you do hear it Karen? again? <laughs> Karen, did you hear the news? <laughs> I'm crying, oh but I'm God. so angry because I missed it. Okay, say, say it again. Say it again okay. for Karen. So we're having a boy. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah well, you guys are right. We were wrong. I am. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you guys. Y'all are going to be the best boy parents ever. I'm just so excited for y'all. Thank you. Baby boy. Baby boy. I'm so excited. I'm <laughs> I never write about these things and like, wow. <laughs> Baby boy. I mean, I was very like, I'm not going against Mahim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you are right to. <laughs> <laughs> the one dream I had where it was a boy, so that dream was correct. And, like, was, like the 10 other dreams. Oh I had. my gosh, that makes that dream even more creepy. It's like actually a thing. Like, whoa. <laughs> 
what else happened in that one dream? Was there anything? I just, oh, so in the dream where I, I've had several dreams where I was going to be a girl, but I'd say the most recent one was where I thought it was a boy and I went in for the gender ultrasound and I think I told her, I don't want to know what it is, but I think the ultrasound tech accidentally showed me and I'm like, oh, that looks like a boy part. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when in reality when we did it because i was like facetiming her they're like all right move the phone away or whatever so yeah, like so i couldn't oh, see yeah. the you know the yeah. ultrasound like look away now you know oh my gosh wait because making your sister new is that how it works my, like my, yeah. your okay i i would have the power ranger so stuff like oh my gosh she's okay <laughs> sure he's gonna get into everything when he's like crawling and walking around. Oh yeah, wow. <laughs> wow, Chad. Yeah. But Marty you guys really created that. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, Marty's looking at it now like, how are we going to baby-proof all this stuff? <laughs> and I, I feel mean, like... You don't have to do it right away, but yeah, he needs to be done. <laughs> it's impossible to watch them 24-7. They will yeah. look it into everything. And of course, we'll find the one thing that's like not baby-proof. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Guys. Okay, can we be fun ants? Can we be the fun ants, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I have a pregnancy tracker, like, what to, like, called what to expect, and it's crazy that it tells you, like, how many weeks you're at, like, a size comparison, and then, like, how many weeks off, and it said, like, 15 weeks off, I'm like, wow, that's, that's not much longer. Going wow. Past the halfway, yeah. That is so crazy. <laughs> oh <my God>. Yeah. <laughs> well past the halfway at this point. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that is so soon. Like, think about how fast that's going. Wow. Because mm-hmm. this year really has gone kind of weirdly quick, slow at times, but then like rushes forward, and I don't know. I feel like summer too. Be... Yeah. Oh well, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I think with no concerts and no vacations, I think it kind of. Just rushed I on think by. March, March lasted a long time. I agree. March yeah, March was four months long. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So right. I feel like March so is still figuring quarantine out. Like <laughs> a million years long, and then it was like April, May, June, July. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, time has flown by the last few months, but the one thing that is truly timeless is our song of the week. <laughs> Look at you segueing. <laughs> I love that. my segue title. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love, love, love doing Song of the Week because it shows us how eclectic we are. And I think this week definitely shows that. So we're just going to spend a little time talking about the songs that were at the top of our playlist this week. And we're going to start with our lovely guest, Miss Mahim. Tell us about your Song of the Week. All right. So this song is called From Ashes by Ryan Darling. I've never heard of this artist before, and I'd never heard the song before, but it played in this really random YouTube video I was watching, and I was using Shazam, like, oh, what is this song? And I used Shazam, and I tried to type in the lyrics into YouTube, but that didn't work, so I'm like, okay, I had to Shazam, and it took two attempts to finally find the song, and then I did, I'm like, oh, it's great. Like, obscure. I love that. I love that you stayed with it. You're like, no, I'm going to find this song. (laughs) Dedicated. No, I can't just let it go. Very cool. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. 
what do you like about it? I just like, well, I liked that it's like, it was new for me. I just liked the lyrics of it. Okay. And I liked her voice. And I liked that she's not, I have never heard of her before. I don't think she's, Ryan Darling, I don't think many people have heard of her. I think she's like a pretty small artist, but so I guess she could be considered indie. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like, and just like the lyrics are just great. You're like me. I love if you have good lyrics and I resonate with them. Mm-hmm. Or they resonate with me. I'm all about it. I love that. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. I'm gonna have to check that one out because I've never heard of her either. So mm-hmm. again. All right, husband and father, tell us about your song of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so mine by the composer Bear McCreary, and it's the Agents of Shield Overture, an aptly named from the show Agents of Shield. Basically, the main theme because the show had its series finale recently, and it was pretty emotional. And they played the theme during parts of it and stuff as well. And I just, it really just captures the feeling of the show and just really resonated with me. It was kind of just like a big moment of seven seasons of the show ending, and just I went back and just listened to the music, and it just brings back all these memories from the show okay. as well and so it's really cool soundtrack and this is a great great overall thing cool. do you recommend the show cool. to those who haven't seen it because i think by the time i kind of heard of it it was already several seasons in and i was like i don't know if i'm ready to do that so do you recommend yeah i think it's a really cool they really change it up each season mm-hmm. like there's a lot of different so if you like time travel or aliens or spies or like it's got like everything check all the boxes so they really change it up and i think that's kind of what kept it fresh over the years for so many seasons that's cool (sighs) That's very cool. All right. Well, I'm going to go next because I want Katie's to be last because it's very interesting. So my song of the week is called To Each His Own by, and this is another indie artist from Ireland named Talos. And I typically don't really listen to super mellow, spacey, like songs like this. It's hard for me to listen to music at work because I get distracted by it and then I don't work because I just sit and listen. So it's really hard to find. I usually listen to podcasts or audiobooks or something that I can just kind of zone out on. But every now and then I will find an artist that has music that's mellow enough that I can appreciate but not like be completely derailed by. And uh, Taylor's is definitely one of those. The song To Each His Own is just, it's just stunning. It is so peaceful and it's just kind of a piano ballad. I think, Katie, you listened to it earlier today and I did his voice is like super falsetto and it just softly just gently cradles you into stillness and like I said I don't really normally listen to that kind of music because I like to be you know kind of more up-tempo happy like I like to choose happier stuff but every now and then I just like to kind of wrap up in a blanket and be sad and this is one of those songs it's got this great line of I'll take the desert you take the coast but to each his own And I just like that concept of we can go different ways and it's really okay and we'll still be friends. So I like that idea. So So pretty. Yeah. And speaking of pretty songs, Katie, your song is so cool. Talk about yours. Okay. So this is actually really funny because I was going over to a friend's house and I, you know, when you're like home alone and you're cleaning your house and you're like belting the songs that like you don't want anyone else to hear. Totally. Well, he happened to be like belting this song at the time that I opened the door and I was like, hi. And that's the first time I had heard this song before. And he was like, well, you have to listen to it the whole way through. It's called Michael in the Bathroom. It's from the musical Be More Chill. And first of all, I had never heard of that musical before. So I'm automatically like, Mahin, I'm a major musical person. And I was like, what is this new musical? What are you about? 
been basically it's kind of very high school friends kind of learning that some friendships form their own paths and you know that whole idea of you used to be my best friend we used to do everything together why are you doing different things than me and this song is about Michael who goes to this high school house party with his friend they think they're gonna kind of go through everything together and be there for each other and he his friend ends up kind of hitting it off with everybody at the party and really enjoying himself when Michael's kind of like this isn't my scene I'm very anxious I'm not enjoying this and he's hiding in the bathroom kind of thing and it is it's a journey one of my favorite <laughs> it's a journey you've got belting you've got a good like you've got a Whitney Houston reference you've got funny lyrics you've got some falsetto like it's just it's a really good audition piece for a lot of different people because like you can really show up like your different ranges and it's just it's funny it's also really relatable where you're kind of like i could be home right now i could just be like literally not here pretending that this is my scene hiding in a bathroom and then also the whole idea of my friend just ditched me like what what is this about kind of thing and it's really really good and i really like it and like i it's one of those ones that I'll put on repeat and not even realize that I've listened to it a lot. So it's one of what, like my treat songs where I'm like, oh, I haven't listened to this in a while. We're going to listen to Michael in the bathroom. So, and it's got like six or seven key changes at the end. I mean, it's, it's a ridiculous yeah. song. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh my gosh. And the, the link that I sent in the, the notes or whatever, I had never seen. So it, I love watching people record these moments or whatever, but the things that he does to make sure that he's doing those progressions so well, it's I find that very interesting. Yeah, Michael in the bathroom. All right. Well, that was song of the week, and I think we knocked it out of the park again with our choices. If you like our segment, Song of the Week, and you want to know what other songs we have chosen, our darling Lucian, who has stepped in and done a lot of our editing recently, and is of course a dear friend of ours, has put together the most amazing playlist of like every song we've ever picked. Like they're such a star. Incredible. I know. I scrolled through it and I was like, I had forgotten a lot of this. Like, it was such a ride. I've picked. And there's like obscure random songs that they were able to find and put in that playlist. And I was entirely too much Korean music. I apologize for that. I'm going to have to. I've listened to all the musicals ever. But also, like, so Lucian texted me and was like, hey, I guess I have more work. I'm going to do this. And I was like, no, 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 don't do this. That's a lot of work. Let me help you, blah, blah, blah. And when we got that message, that was hey it's done i was like what uh, yeah type of angel slash a true angel. the worst epic hello i don't understand i do not we are very good so check our, our twitter if you want the link to that spotify playlist and you can go back and relive <laughs> all of the yes and also send lucian a tweet saying Say, thank, thank you, you and that we are not worthy we love them yeah when you're on twitter.com looking at <laughs> the link for the Spotify and sending Lucian a thank you tweet. <laughs> Let's just check out what's happening in the world of Twitter. You just want attention. You don't want my heart. Maybe you just hate the thought of The tweet of the week that I thought was just wow was Mitch 
on August 15th said, feeling very overwhelmingly lucky to know and collaborate with so many talented musicians in my life. First of all, for anybody that Mitch considers a talented musician, right. like already, that's wow. An angel saying mm-hmm. like whatever. But also it just made me extremely excited for whatever that tweet is in reference to. But then also I love that they're in the position and have networked and mm-hmm. worked so hard where they are in a position where they do have the opportunity to collaborate, network, work with, talk to other musicians who they find talented. There's been so many moments throughout their career where they've gotten to work with people like Kelly Clarkson. Just thinking of different people who they've considered like role models that they've either gotten to sing with or cover. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was really sweet of Mitch to say. Yes, because they have an amazing track record. And then you wonder like, is that a hint about what is going to be possibly coming up? Do they have more collabs coming for us on the oh, yeah. original album? I hadn't really, I hadn't even considered that Ooh. until I saw that. And I was like, ooh, maybe. Or maybe, He's maybe, maybe just plan. in the songwriting capacity. Maybe not even as a vocal collab, but anyway, that'd be fun. Yeah. Hmm. Very, very interesting. Well, well we're lucky to get time. to collab with our <laughs> Valentine. Because I know about my love. Yeah, this is our Valentine segment, and we get to, to know more about our Valentine. So we have a few just standard questions that we ask every guest, and then we're going to get into some specific questions here. So let's just have some fun with it. Now, obviously, Mike, <laughs> I know you very well, mm-hmm. but for everyone else, can you introduce yourself? Tell them where you're from. And Yes, yeah. my name is Mahin Ahmed. I live in Virginia now, obviously with Hassan, but before that, I lived my whole life, was born and raised in New York, Westchester County, in a town about an hour away from the city. I'm literally out here about to take notes on you. I don't know why I do that. I'm just like, my hands. (laughs) I didn't know that, so I'm learning things too. All right. I love my first question because I get such an amazing range of answers. So I think I kind of know your story, but I'm curious about it. How did you become a pentaholic? Well, I wouldn't necessarily I'd say I'm a pentaholic, but I'm a pentaholic. thing is, I like I their original stuff. I like a lot I more do. than any okay. like covers they do. The original stuff that I feel like is a lot better than like, why are you making albums out of covers? Make some original songs she's and make thinking, an album out of that. That's what we've been saying for some years. It's a very sensitive tea right now. <laughs> we are anxious. When the first time I met her at the DC show, when she was just so like, I'm just going to say what I'm thinking and you guys are all crazy and this is what this is kind of thing i've always been like the the best. that's so. hilarious i'd rather she be like that than be like your friends are so great <laughs> like not say anything yeah that's funny. yeah well okay you've gone to concerts you've listened to the music things mm-hmm. like that if you could choose a song that they sing they've covered or an original is there a song that you think could describe your personality? Um, I really don't know. I know it's tough. I it's like a hard saying, questions. Actually, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think of it too, to be honest. Yeah. That's a hard one. Is, yeah. Okay. I'm like filtering <laughs> through their track list too in my mm-hmm. head. Or is there a song that maybe doesn't necessarily describe your personality, but really just resonated with you or that you really Ooh. liked, perhaps? That's a good one. Like in a concert or something where they sang it and you really liked a certain song? Have they ever sang Rose Gold in a yes. concert? Yeah. Well, 
they have i don't know if you've heard it live Summer i don't think you have yeah i feel like Maybe. there have been a couple of songs like that like that but i can't remember it off of on the top of my head but i did really like that cover what oh, is yeah. that coldest Ooh. winter Yes. Their cover of the Kanye West song, which I I'm know. like, wait, this is a Kanye West song. <laughs> but obviously it's a lot different than when he sings it. But this is like a song that I feel like Pentatonics did like right. 10 times better right. than the original Love. singer. That got, that, there yeah, was no justice drum. for that song. There was no justice for that song. It was done very dirty. We need to bring that one back. All right. Well, my next question is a very Pentaholic type question. So you can answer it in an unpentaholic way if you want, which is what tour costume item of clothing would you want to steal if you could choose one from a band member? So think about a show that you've been to and you've been like, oh, I, I love that outfit. So I know Kirsten, she's like, how five, tall is she? Four, she's like five, yeah. She's short, right? Three. Yeah. So I love mm-hmm. the boots she wears and I think there was like one Christmas concert where she wore these like knee high or like over the thigh yes, silver boots. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I would love to steal those, but I know they would never fit. So I'd probably just steal like Mitch or Scott, one of Mitch or Scott's jackets yeah. instead, or any one of their jackets instead, because I love how they wear bright, like colorful jackets. I would be like, you know what? This I, is I knew we could be friends. The boots uh, are what I the That's exactly what, what I think I said too. <laughs> I love that. I love it. But she said that she steals from the guys all the time. So. That's true. She does. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we typically ask, hey, is there something that fandom friends, people in the Pentaholic community kind of associate with you that your in real life friends um, don't associate with you? But I think I kind of want to change that question to what was your experience being around Huston at a concert, <laughs> seeing him around Pentaholic friends, you know, versus real world Huston? Yeah. Am I any oh. different, I guess? Oh, well, I mean, I feel like concert behavior, like when it's an artist or artists you're really into, like your behavior is going to be pretty similar regardless. I think when I first, I heard about Pentatonics through Hassan. So like I'd never heard of them before. And then I heard about them through him. And I'm like, oh, you're kind of really obsessed with these guys, aren't you? It's like, wow, you do a whole convention and everything. (laughs) But then I'm like, all right, I can see why. I mean, if you're a big fan, then I can see why. I mean, there's people like, what what was it? Groupies, people like back in the day, I don't know if it's still a thing, who would like literally follow bands around (laughs) and like like, live how they live and just like do that. So it's not unusual. And as long as I feel like, as long as you keep it healthy, Mm -hmm. it sure you know, there's a thing to be ashamed yeah. about it's a good hobby yes yeah, so i felt like his behaviors are pretty normal okay. one thing i noticed is like <laughs> when i'm at concert i just want to watch it but i'm like and then i'll see hassan recording i'm like no just watch the concert be in the moment like stop you know watching through your screen just watch yeah. it that's yeah. fair Mm-hmm. I gotta live in the try moment. To try my best to see two shows on the same tour so that I can take pictures at one and then immerse in the other if, if possible. Or I go with someone that has like a really good camera and I just make them do all of it and then I get to enjoy mm-hmm. it. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of going off of that question. So obviously, you know me now being obsessed with mm-hmm. the band and helping to create a convention and constantly listening to their music. What are your thoughts on that or like having living with someone that, that is in <laughs> that think, world? I guess. Well, at first, I think I was like, 
why? <laughs> and then after that, I was like, don't you listen to anything else? Why don't you listen to the people who originally sing these songs? But I mean, I didn't, but then I got used to it. I'm like, not get used to it, but I'm like, okay, you know, if he likes this, then he likes it. It makes him happy. And I'm not going to like, yeah, I'm not going to put that down. Did your perspective change when you actually went to see them live? Because I think we got married in September and then that yes. November was the first time you saw them. Yeah, I think it did because they put on a really good show and I know like for example I watch these random videos a couple of times where people are like Dua Lipa has no stage presence yeah. oh my god um, I don't know if it was just this one whoa. concert but she just she's just not good up on stage that makes me huge but like they fun. were like they made it exciting and fun and like they sang really well so huh. it's a good concert yeah. I feel like if yeah. you have that stage okay. presence and can also yeah. like make those songs be kind of like a memory and like a good experience like I think that <laughs> that's huge yeah. So then, sorry, I keep like kind of adding on to this, but I'm kind of curious now. But <laughs> well, then what did you think then meeting Pentatonics? Because I, of course, want to do VIP. And then I've had you come with me on mm-hmm. VIP a couple times. What was your experience then meeting the band? I like meeting them. I like, I really like them as people. And uh, if like, it seems like they'd be cool yeah. to hang out with, not just meet and say hi, hello at a concert, ask a right. question or two if you can, and like listen to them sing, mm-hmm. but like get to know them and all that I think would be pretty cool. I completely agree. I just want to hang out. (laughs) I obviously we agree. We're like, yeah, they're great. We've been fortunate enough to meet them a few times, and I and meet their parents. And of course, you can just kind of tell they're wonderful people. Well. Speaking of wonderful people, I think that you and Hassan are both wonderful. Thank you. But I only know a part of the story, and I don't know if our listeners know very much about it, but can you tell us a little bit about how you two met? Mm-hmm. So we have family that knew each other, and that's how we met. Um, we met through them, and then we just hit it off from there because we have a lot of shared interests, like video games okay. and the exact kind of video games that we're into and all that. So, And then it just went from there, and it went really well, and we're fortunate because you don't always find a person like that definitely I yes definitely (laughs) agree I have a follow-up question to that because I always ask in my kind of like newlywed class at my Sunday school we always ask okay how did you meet and then we say tell us about your first date and how suave he was on your first date so do you have like an example of of Hassan being like a charmer like super romantic Uh, this is for science i'm I'm just recording this for science uh, what even would have been our first day when (laughs) yeah because a lot of it was just over phone calls and stuff at first we had a couple in-person meetings and stuff so it's a little different like in our culture it's like dating but with like families involved in a way Mm -hmm. you know i don't know what technically would be considered our first date per se. Yeah. But I guess the first time that we met in person, what was sure. your impression <laughs> of me? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I guess I didn't, I didn't leave a, uh, like a last memorable. moment. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't run away. Let's just go there. Let's say yeah, that. So, something she, works something still. Was good. Something works. So, mm-hmm. but Amazing. you know, okay. I love I'll it. take it. I love it. I just, there's the cutest, I love it. So, all right, <laughs> obviously, pentatonics is not the only big passion or fandom that Hassan has. You know, he's involved in a lot of different communities, but if he had to choose between pentatonics and Power Rangers, 
what would you want him to choose? <laughs> Probably pentatonics. I figured. I knew it. <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. Okay. <laughs> is it because it's it. like less merch, like marginally less merch, or is it like? I'm it's not even that. It's just like in the end, I do enjoy listening to their music. Okay. So, but like, <laughs> I can only watch so much Power Rangers. Or I'm just like, <laughs> I, I, love I love that. that. That's a I mean, that's a real answer right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's like, I've watched some episodes and there'll be things I nitpick where I'm like, why are they spending like 10 minutes posing? The bad guys could have beat them by now. I think he I chose I think he chose uh, <laughs> Also the unnecessary flips and poses and I'm like, what? I don't think it's, it's unnecessary. It's, all, it's, all it's stylized. It's part of the fun, yeah. but it's true. Baby boying in like a Power Ranger costume. Oh. I can't. <laughs> if he doesn't have like nine Power Rangers onesies, we are colors. failing well, this child. We have to get that. The done. first time, <laughs> the first time I got that Power Ranger suit, Are which anyone that went to Pentacle and yes. saw that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> when I dressed up in it and I just walked out of the room and Maheen was there, she just like shook her head and was like, why? Listen, why? That was my exact same reaction when I was at Pentacon. In fact, my Instagram stories and Snapchat stories said, Pentacon is weird. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Hey, we have Me fun. in my Christmas light up tutu watching Hassan in his Power Ranger red Power Ranger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, in the middle so of Dallas sad. in middle July. Dallas, July. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Oh perfect sense. <laughs> what questions? Okay, so I feel like my well, name is fun. like every other week. It's like, oh, we're doing the podcast, and there's been sometimes where he will like come in and mess with the lights and stuff like that. And he's like, "What has?" Been <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm usually with them when the lights so are like what off or whatever. That's funny. With like us recording the podcast. Have you been like curious? Have you listened? Like, what are your thoughts? I think there've been a couple of. <laughs> okay, so I don't know what podcast. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was this podcast or it was another one, but there, <laughs> there was one podcast where like I thought he got hurt or something. I was like, I, by the time it was late, so I was sleeping. <sighs> so then I woke up and I didn't have us next to him. Like, oh no, he's hurt. But then I just went back to sleep oh, instead of trying to like okay. check on him or anything. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like, what if he's hurt? What if there's an emergency and that's why he's not in bed? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you told me about it. I forget. I forget if it was this podcast Funny. or not. To be fair, I was like mostly no, asleep. Yeah. Yeah. We stopped okay. recording the podcast go. and then we're like, "How's life, y'all?" And then we keep talking for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah. We're all tired. We're all we literally just like deliriously talking, and then one of us has to be like, "All right, we're going to bed. We're going to bed." Yes, we have to go to bed. It's true. Well, that was certainly fun to hear Maheen's perspective through everything. Yes. And as as we get into the next stuff, I definitely want to hear her thoughts because I did have her watch the video and what we're going to talk about coming up as well. I think it's time checking on what PTX has been up to while they're at home. I should have stayed at home because now they're not letting you go. Am I falling in love? We are happy now. Nice. We are happy now. <laughs> That's it. We're happy now. Done. Exclamation marks. <laughs> okay, so we have to talk about the okay, song. Let's start with, about the video. What do we want to start let's with? Let's start with the song first because it's real. It's not a fever dream. Okay. It's real. Okay, so I was we actually in the same it. place in my okay. walk when I listened to Karen, when I listened to your song of the week. 
and then when I listened to Happy Now for the first time mm-hmm. when it got released and there's this it was oh, yeah. the same feeling of this <sighs> like it was just such a breath of <sighs> like just Relief. release yes. and relaxation and just happiness and I, it made me really emotional because watching them mm-hmm. be on this journey to be who they are now and to see them so fulfilled and so happy and doing genuinely what they want to do regardless they're happy being them you can tell with the things they're saying the things mm-hmm. the way that they are i don't know it's just a whole presence of being happy with who they are and what they're doing and that has just been such a cool thing to witness i'm Yes, absolutely. I'm in love with it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I love that it has so many different layers of meaning to it. I listened to it and I was like, oh, okay, that's how I feel about it. And then I listened to it again and I was like, wait a minute. And I had to back it up because, you know, at first pass, to me, it feels like kind of like a post breakup anthem. It's like, is it okay if I have these emotions now that I'm not with you anymore? And then I listened to it again and I definitely like played it through kind of the lens of what's going on in the world today. And it's like, is it okay if we're finding joy in stuff right now when there's so many people that are suffering and there's so much going on? And so I kind of played it through that. And then I listened to it again. I really honed in on the part about just me, me, myself, and I, about how you're finding happiness, not because of a person, or a thing, or even a band, but like finding it within yourself. And I think we've all kind of been at that point where either we're relying on someone else or something else to make us happy, or definitely, I know you probably feel this way, Katie, too, um, about being that person that people rely on to be happy, and that can be really draining, too. And so I kind of did it through that. And then Heather, who is on our Pentacon committee, I saw her tweet, did you see that? I wanted to, yeah. Yeah, I was super touched when I saw that because uh, she recently, um, her husband passed away. And so she's a new widow. And I know that that has to come with a lot of unbearable emotion. And then the times that you do find joy or happiness in something, you might feel guilt or selfishness associated with that because you're supposed to still be grieving. And so she talked about how that song was very like meaningful for her situation and I just thought everybody that I've talked to is like oh yeah the song's about this and I'm like (laughs) it can't be about 90 things but apparently it is about 90 different things so yeah and I saw a YouTube comment that was like somebody their spouse had passed Mm. away from COVID-19 and kind of a a similar thing about moving on from that and so it, it really does take on so many different meanings and I think that it just makes it like that much more special especially as an original yeah. song after so sure. much time this is kind of the message that they want to it's fascinating because it's been written for so long right i mean and this it, is well before anything that's going on right now and the way that it is so fitting now i think is a testament to how well it's written that it could stand the test of time not only between the time it's written and now but like that it's just as fresh now as it would have been if they'd released it a year ago and we were talking a couple of podcasts ago about like that's one of the true tests of a classic a really well it's yes. like being able to have so many meetings and resonate with so many different people mm-hmm. about in anything that they're experiencing oh we were talking about dreams and how it like okay, doesn't yeah. matter it's yes, like exactly. when, it, when it is it's gonna hit home and like to me mm-hmm. i'm thinking like i have to be completely happy with myself and not apologize for every little thing I do and be happy with who I am before Mm -hmm. anybody else kind of thing and like everybody has their own what happy now means 
to them and the why and I that truly is the mark of it's such a masterpiece because mm-hmm. it stands up against time and to whatever anyone is experiencing and I think that's super cool. Yeah. And then I think that tied with then the video just added a oh, whole yeah. other layer to it. You know, my hand, like you got to see them perform the song live in concert and then the video and stuff mm-hmm. later. What did you think of the whole thing, the song and the video? I like the video. I like how like, like they were all separate and then finally oh. they were all together, how it was black and white at first and then it became color. Although one thing I was like, why is it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the scene though, I was like, this is very covered. I don't know. <laughs> I love that it's But I'm sure it's like symbolic, and I'm just like, why is he a ghost? What is this? Did you see like the D- or, yeah. uh, screenshot of the text messages though about from the drag? <laughs> Katie, stop taking pictures. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> She's I you. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, talking about the concept, the director's concept for the video, and talking about, I guess that was one of the first images that he thought of, was keeping everybody in the separate vignettes, and Mitch being under, like, a sheer veil, and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty cool, that that's the, from the first time he heard the song, that's the yeah. vision he had. I thought that was interesting. Well, did you see, so Ben, yeah. Ben posted some of the still shots from the music video to his Instagram yeah. today, and they are breathtaking. Like, they're gorgeous like they're so yeah. pretty i think the styling was really interesting yeah, was... and the the set dressing was so interesting i i don't know why i was surprised about that he's like he's got a really interesting <laughs> eye for because he did um can't sleep love and also imaginary parties right mm. yeah so yeah yeah like you can definitely see his mind at work in that that's pretty awesome yeah no, I, I loved what they did with the video, the colors, everything. Like it just mm-hmm. like the chorus hits and then the meet the colors start appearing and everything. Like it just it was just so special. And I filmed like a reaction video and I just okay. got super I, emotional. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, are we allowed to yell at you for that one here? <laughs> because <laughs> you can't just do that out of the blue and not warn everybody that that's about to happen. <laughs> I I mean I posted the, I didn't expect to get that type of reaction I was like I've heard the song before but I something about just like finally hearing an original song finally seeing it finally seeing the five of them together in one video even though it was filmed last September you know, still there was just something about all that together and it yeah. just kind of it just like hit me and yeah it was, it was I saw really someone special. else talking about oh I just watched Tessin's video reaction and I cried and cried and I was like well I can't do it right now I'm working so I like waited until I was done and I was like perfect <laughs> just sitting here at my desk just crying yeah wonderful so yeah and then of course randomly like yesterday i get a notification like scott Hoyne posted to your story and posted the snippet of it or whatever but no i mean it's just it's it's exciting it's exciting to be a part of this new new era era. of hypersonics with the exclamation mark era (laughs) yeah Speaking oh. of this era, we have an interview with some of the band members, I think Kirsten and Kevin, and they kind of talked about some of their upcoming plans for the year. And Kirsten said, we're talking and finishing up the conversations on original music, which we're hoping to get some of that out before anything Christmas related, but we will definitely do a Christmas album this mm. year. I'm just talking about how it's perfect for the times, bringing everyone together. And so more Christmas music. What else can they cover? What else can they do? Can I tell me? <laughs> 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 can they, like frosty frosty the snowman rudolph the red nose any of can you tell me i want could you imagine i need snow in california i need winter yeah. things i need i need basically a lot of ariana christmas music 
one I'm here to say on that okay. one. Santa, tell me, is a, like, major going to happen. I need, give me a minute. I'm normally all about the. Can you think of any other Christmas songs? Oh, <sighs> what was that? Oh, gosh. I'm going to take this opportunity while I'm looking to say, guys, don't forget that the playbill key is a thing. And <laughs> that is not going anywhere. So don't forget. Wait, have they done As Long As There's Christmas? The As Long As no they can do that maybe they haven't done all i want for christmas is you jingle bell rock hmm. have they done what is joy to the world a christmas song that's yeah, like my they, favorite music joy to the world. It, it's a good wow it's not much like it's gonna have to be <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe they can throw some original christmas music in there again that would be nice I need to brainstorm a little more, but you're right. What more? more I'm looking forward to it either way. The, now, the one other thing that they mentioned in the interview, which did get a little scared, maybe, I guess, is like, we've been thinking all this time, like original album, all this stuff, and then Christmas album. But the way that Kirsten worded it here is we're talking and finishing up the conversations on original music, which we're hoping to get some of that out before anything Christmas related. Well, hold on. I thought this whole happy now is leading to the album. <laughs> But don't what, forget what is the talk of some of the original Christmas music, it happens when? October. We know that we're thinking yeah. that there's going to be a release in October. When they say right. the majority of it or most of it or some of like some of it by Christmas, mm -hmm. I feel like they're going to do, which is what they did in 2015, is original album and then deluxe. Mm -hmm. Because they did the Lux at PTX to me that same year, and it was a few weeks later. Ah, oh. yeah. So you yeah. think it'll just be a deluxe, the a deluxe yeah. thing this year? Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, I, I, I hope so. so. <laughs> hope or so. we could take the super super positive road and say that it's because they have like thirty originals waiting to go, so they're going to give us an album True. now, and then a Christmas album, and then a spring album too. I also accept I mean, that it could happen. I would accept that outcome. <laughs> We know they have tons, so I mean, I want all of it. I want all of the time for all. cutting room floor stuff that they don't want. I want mm -hmm. all of it. So, Mahin, are you excited for the potential original album that Pentatonix would release? Mm -hmm. And then, what about Christmas? I mean, what else is left? Are they going to make a whole That's album? Why I think it's going to be a deluxe because if they do, maybe deluxe, there's like a all handful. they're doing is adding like four songs. Three or four tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and that, I mean, that's where we could get our collabs that Mitch mentioned is Christmas stuff. Everybody wants to collab with them at Christmas. I mean, so, once yeah. you collab with Jasmine, it's very cool Like, <laughs> there are both people like lining up. <laughs> me next, me next. Dolly. I, I support a BTS, TTX, is there, kind of, like, collab. I support that. I'm just putting that into the universe. Yeah. So is there an artist? <laughs> I saw it. I was like, should we pause for a second? It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> um, so what I was going to ask, my, so original Christmas, whatever it is, is there an artist that you would like Sonics to collaborate with? Maybe an artist that you've listened to or anything, even just super obscure. What, I think anything? it would be really interesting to see them collaborate with Metallica. <gasps> Weird. I feel like that would just be really interesting. And a lot of people are like, wait, like what the it. heck? Metallica <laughs> Pentatonics. I mean, did you hear the album that they did with San Francisco Philharmonic or whatever? That was dope. Like, they, Metallica has had some interesting 
collaborations. I think that would be really interesting, actually. I think that would be, uh, hmm. like, weirdly, like, people wouldn't even know it, but they'd be like, wait, this is my dream come true. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd love yeah. to, it's not like that they yeah. rapped a little harder. Well, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I mean, obviously, no, I'm going to say BTS for that, but that's my very biggest dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I also, because I also really love Home Free, who's right. another acapella band, and I think that they both have, like, very, very, very impressive Christmas music, and I think that if they worked together, they could change the world. absolutely unite the world, and yeah, I think they could heal all diseases if <laughs> they would work together. So. <laughs> yeah. Now, another person they could collaborate with is Oh, I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> confused. That's that's our segue into the next. Oh. I always like randomly throw in ref play it back into the thing. She's like, who is that? And we all groan because we're like, it'll literally it. be I in the middle of like a conversation or... and we're like, what? Who? Who yeah. will collab? It's, it's <laughs> but, oh. Wait, but I'm excited you guys are recording. Yeah, I'm so, so the way that yeah. this works for Timahina to anybody, any new listeners that we might have as well, we play yeah. a fun little game every week. And so then we reveal the winner of that game in the next episode. So it makes you listen to find out what, what happens next. And so we have the results from the last episode's game. And then we're going to get into a new game today that all four of us are going to have some fun with. So let's jump into the results from the last game, which was a, it was like, I would give an episode title for our podcast and you would have to guess which episode number it was because we've done you know 20 something episodes it's been a year of the podcast and so we're just gonna jump right into this so the first one was here comes ptxmas katie said it was episode number six and karen said episode number nine whoever was the closest uh gets the points and in this case katie was exactly right it was episode six oh memory well done well done then there was, a, Katie was like counting out every episode and like she had a whole method to it, you know. She blew it's my mind. Crazy. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> then there was Missa Behaven, which oh, Katie had as number 15 and Karen had as episode 12. It was episode 17. So Katie was Mad the closest. Hard. Okay. <laughs> we had Perfume Medley Walked So Pretender Could Run. Katie said episode 8. Karen said episode 7. It was episode... 10. Oh my god. So that is to this Katie again. A tragedy. <laughs> then TikTok killed oh, the radio star. No. Katie said it was episode three. Karen said it was episode five. And Karen was exactly right. It was episode wow! five. Wow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then there was chicken and potatoes. Katie it. said it was episode 17. And Karen said episode 16. <gasps> I think this was one where you guys kept changing your answers. And like at one point, one of oh, you no. said it and then changed it and not. So it was episode, it was number 19. So Katie was <sighs> a little bit closer. On I didn't one. want a nickel and dime. I thought that. <laughs> <laughs> then you're a cute one, Mr. Floof. <laughs> he is. Katie had episode 14, mm-hmm. Karen 13. It was episode 11, so Karen was closer. Oh, wow! Oh, on the board again. And then, the okay. last one here, Take Me Home and Stay There. Both Katie and Karen guessed that it was episode 20. And it was episode 20, so I didn't have to worry about who was closer or not, because you both were exactly oh, right, yeah. so you both get the point for that one. Love it. Okay. So, in total, Katie, five points, Karen, three points. So, Katie... Yay! 
is our winner of Guess the Episode. It's been I a while. I my hat to you, madame. I tip my hat. It's been a while. All right. You start thinking I know. Song, I'm right? like scrolling. So that brings us then to this week's game, which Karen had this great idea about each of us picking an original pentatonic song. Since we're in the new era of originals, happy now, right? So we each <laughs> picked an original song and we're each going to basically give our argument for why it's the best pentatonics original just for fun. And we're going to post a poll on Twitter where you all can vote on the choices based, based on what we said. So, who wants to go first? I don't know why I decided this is a good idea. I was never in debate. <laughs> no, you were fine day, with it, and then you started seeing fine. what songs you were choosing, and you were like, And then I'm like, oh, it's going to be tough. I can start it off All right. to yeah. jump into it. So, the song that I chose <laughs> is On My Way Home. So... <laughs> are we surprised i know right I'm, it's like I'm not of course <laughs> it has um, his, like on my way home spiel and it makes me real like yeah. <laughs> so on my way home i think this song was just so iconic i mean they named a whole tour and everything after it the whole documentary <laughs> was named after it it had audience participation where everyone was singing along and just that the song the sound of everyone singing along together is just so special it, it just makes me emotional being in the crowd being in the audience being a part of it it made people mad at pentacon when we played that video that had on my way home mad. not just at pentacon we're still <laughs> mad it's just such a great song. It has a great beat to it. Just feels like you're coming home. Like it feels like everything is coming together and it's just iconic. I mean, you're right. It's really good. <laughs> this it's is Katie's it's argument. So you're right. Um, <laughs> but please yeah, vote for my choice. I never did debate. So I'm like, yeah, you're right. That was really, you're right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, valid point for me. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll go next. I chose the song Water, and there is the reason that I chose the song Water, because it is the best song that Pentatonix has probably ever made, and I will tell you why. <laughs> so, in order to have a great song, I have a three-point thermos. Oh, all right, we're here. In order, to, <laughs> in order to have a great song, you have to have three things. You have to have good lyrics, you have to have a solid musical composition, and you have to have commercial appeal. Okay. And this song has all three in space. So, from a lyrical perspective, beautiful you want to come absolutely beautiful you have to come with something that is relatable to your audience and i think almost everyone has experienced a love that is either unrequited or it's slow to respond to you things that you feel that aren't reciprocated and we know how that feeling is and how you feel when you feel like they're never going to say it. They're never going to say it. I'm going to have to say it first. And this is that anxiety that I feel before I, I confess myself. And you want to declare yourself that you worry about how it's going to be received. And that is this song in a nutshell. And it's absolutely beautiful. I just got to <laughs> From a musical perspective, the way that the song is structured is absolutely perfection. To open with Mitch alone in these little things, it's so pretty. And then to have the beat come in, just the beat and just the melody, which I think is a testament of the fact that Kevin and Kirsten actually wrote yeah. the song. So I kind of, I imagine this as the two of them just spitballing and they liked that so much they just left it open like that. There's something really beautiful about the space that they leave in there and they don't bring in the bass and the Scott part until later in the verse and in the chorus. And then when the second verse comes in, it just keeps building and building and 
and yeah, I have notes, obviously. She's <laughs> literally looking at uh, and <laughs> I have like a giant sheet of notes. I'm trying to perfectly. Yeah, so from that perspective, of, oh yeah, and the bridge, when Kevin has that gorgeous high note <gasps> from the bridge that is like out of nowhere, and you're just like, when it's that perfect like five-part harmony, I love everything about that moment. And I think that kind of one of those things that sets it apart, that you've kind of got this typical first chorus, first chorus, bridge chorus structure of a song, but that part sets it apart because it's just so different from any anything that would be mainstream. And then finally, the commercial appeal of the song, I think of all of the originals that they've written, this one feels, from a production standpoint, the most complete. Mm. When I listen to it, it is absolutely radio ready there is nothing that they need to do to refine it for the mainstream audience i use that in air quotes i think this would appeal to the locals as well as the stands and i think it is the perfect song and i will fight forever about that so yes i mean i yield my time as a person <laughs> i am not yeah. going to argue with oh. you about that whatsoever yeah like Period. Yeah, I didn't even touch on that piece about how her soloing through the entire song, which is not a common thing nope. that they do, they don't use her as a soloist often in that way, and doing that, which really proves that every single voice is just as accomplished as a soloist as as a supporting role. To be honest, so, watching her do that, to me, like her little timid heart, like it made her stronger every time she was able to sing uh, that yes. every single time. Agreed. I love that you're arguing. Yeah, no, I'm not that going to sit there and argue me. against this. But my <laughs> only complaint is that in the lineup of those tours with water, it is a sick, twisted mm-hmm. joke that Beanbag was always right before water. So for every person, if you're uh. on the stage for Beanbag, you you're running like you're like trying to like be in your spot so you can hear water and you know what i mean because i'm like i'm like i just just want to hear water like i just want to hear water but there's so much emotion all at once because you're like who got the bag i'm so excited we get Mm still did we get photos did we get this but then also water Mm -hmm. well so Katie is also advocating for water. That is her choice. This week. No, <laughs> no. Katie is not advocating for water. I love you, water. You are, we love you. You're the best. But I actually, when I chose this, I was like, I hope I don't have to fight. No, and we, song, we, I, like I thought about argue. fighting okay. for a little bit, but then I decided to go with what we're all going to decide is the clear champion of oh, all oh, okay, originals. Okay. And her name is New Year's Day. And I'm going to give you the reasons why. So I'm crying already. Okay. <laughs> I think that when I think of a pentatonic song and an original, what it means and to be what we consider the best of all originals, I'm thinking lyrics. I'm thinking what it means to the band as growth of the band and then also as our memories. And I think you could say that both about water. You could say it about On My Way Home because like both of those are your some of your favorite songs because of some of the memories associated with them. To me, I think that you can hear some really cool, like the lyrics are really pretty and they paint a pretty picture of this town will be a different place than the past will wash away like coffee stains. And then obviously the iconic, we could be kings of the world on top of the nation, celebration of moments to come, raise them higher and we've only begun. Now, we were singing those lyrics back in 2015 and we were saying, wow, they've made it. They're on top of the nation. This is crazy. Like, this is it. Five years later, there is no way 
that we could have known that it is so true that they had truly only begun and getting to mm. kind of experience i'm feeling very like rent they're watching the without you the whole video montage of all their days of everything going that's what's going on in my head during this because it's mm -hmm. they're dealing with all of that and obviously there's the the whole the fans element as well so it goes back to we'll route our way of maps of stars hold on tight to fragile hearts and keep our friends forever by our side you can say that about the band keeping their friends and their people but then also what it means to us with our friendships and how that has helped us. Now, when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about listening to New Year's Day in Birmingham, Alabama. I had just met Tara and Missa and Allie. Like, I literally saw Allie yesterday. Like, these people are huge parts of my life. It was my first Pentatonix concert because my Keller Clarkson got drained out. And I remember looking up at the screen at all the pentaholic faces. Like I saw Karen, I saw Mara and all these faces and we're all holding up these signs to say kings of the world and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's such a moment and it, it is everything. And in conclusion, raising them higher. Is only <laughs> all right. Well, that leaves Mahin with her choice then. <laughs> My choice was light in the hallway. Yeah. I don't know. I just really like it because it's like a calming, relaxing song. I love the lyrics. I love the message behind it, where it's like a reassuring song. And I know yeah. it's meant to be a lullaby for Scott's for Scott's nephew, but I feel like it can be like a source of comfort for anyone, sung by anyone. And I feel like it also shows off the scope of what they can do. They're more than just like singing pop songs. They can do something more mellow and calming and serene yeah. like this. And I think maybe it's also like I'm it's just because I'm pregnant right now, but yeah, I, don't know, I just really no, like I it. agree. It's so bonus pretty. points for that. I agree. Yeah, like, off mic too. Like, it, there's just something that hits different Absolutely. about it. It's so. Oh. There's a photo that was posted after I saw that show in 2016 that was taken from behind the stage, looking out at the sea of everyone with their phones up and the lights on, and you can just see like their five silhouette, and then this just absolute stadium filled with lights. And every time I see it, I just burst into tears because I'm like, not only was I there, but that moment, regardless of what stadium it is, is such a touching moment of like these little pinpricks of light in this otherwise completely dark place and this these five small voices in this massive room and everything was completely silent except for that and we all felt absolutely united in that moment it was so beautiful and yeah i know i'm advocating for the song but i agree with you on that point this is absolutely perfect well, we're going to put it up to all of you listeners out there. We're going to have a Twitter poll up when the episode goes up so that you can go and vote on your favorite choice as well. And then we'll reveal the winner in the following episode. I legit don't know who I'm going to okay. vote for. I don't either. <laughs> so, Let's promise not to I vote might for close ourselves. my eyes for <laughs> I'm going to vote happy now. It's not a choice on the poll, but no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, our next episode is the week of August 31st. Please send us game ideas. We'd love Please? to have more game ideas. Oh, yeah. And then also, before we get into the outro and everything, thank you, you know, mm -hmm. Maheen, for joining us. I'm sure even after this podcast, after thinking about how crazy and obsessed <laughs> I am with everything, this is probably not helping my case. <laughs> Doing a whole podcast about pentatonics. <laughs> But yeah, thank you for, mm -hmm. for joining. All right. Yeah, you're welcome. I enjoyed being here. We always love getting you're welcome back you. anytime. Please poke in and flash the lights <laughs> and do whatever you need to do. We'll be there. <laughs> so that leaves Katie to pick 
her song for the outro. So I am choosing Lean On, um, and it's because I want the name of the podcast to be Mahin On the podcast. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps up the episode for this week. We love hearing from all of you. So now we want to give out our social media handles in case you want to reach out. So we'll start with our Valentine, Maheen, but you you don't really have any social media yeah. handles to, to Not real. To I don't out. really have that much of a online presence. So if you want to reach her, just message me and yeah. I'll pass along the message to her. <laughs> well, Katie and Karen, where can people find you online? I am on Instagram uh, at chancock223 and on Twitter at chancock. And I am that Karen girl on Twitter at kpick81 and klpickens81 on Instagram. And I am on Twitter at hassanahmed120, that's h-a-s-s-a-n-a-h-m-e-d-120. And on YouTube at youtube.com slash the world of. Uh, you can also find the podcast. My hand's like, what? <laughs> you can also find the podcast at That's PTX to Me on Twitter and Instagram. We're on That's PTX to Me.com. And you can email us at That's PTX to Me at gmail.com. Thank you, as always, for listening. Take care, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. excited it's nice to like finally and i think karen's frozen again no karen. this is not the time this is not the time. Know, right i'm i'm so excited i'm so excited did y'all like freak out yeah yeah we were we were excited because i think really freak out. most people thought it was a girl yeah guys i'm so sorry i keep sorry. losing you. yeah we're waiting for guys, you but and... it, i don't know what's going on today i don't know i don't either hang on a second Oh, and there goes my doggy. Okay. Okay, two yes, seconds, please. Oh, boy. Sure. So obviously, like, you're not saying names or anything, but you'll have a name. Yeah, so basically, like, that was one of the exciting things is, like, we no longer have to, you know, refer to it as, like, the baby. We can refer mm-hmm. to him by, yeah. you know, by his name and stuff. But we're we're going to keep that a, a surprise. But Sure. Uh, For sure. But yeah, it's, it's nice to finally, mm-hmm. finally know. So did y'all, y'all did the announcement with family yeah. yesterday, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Who had like the best reaction? Well, what your mom like yeah. charged you yeah. basically? She was so excited. Oh my gosh, that's cute. And who else? Was it? There was someone in California who like screamed. Uh, I knew. I think that was my cousin. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of them. That's so funny. That makes me so happy. I, a boy, this is going to be the best. So, are you telling? Do we just get to know? Are you telling others? Like, what's you? I mean, we're not, you know, making like giant announcement posts and stuff about it. But like, if people listen to the podcast, they're going to know, and that's fine. So this is kind of our way of just starting to trickle it out, I guess. It's just like an added bonus. If you listen to the podcast, you get this insider Mm -hmm. information. Exactly. Ah, I'm so excited. Like, 
obviously not that like the bump and feeling him move and things like that didn't make you even more real but like knowing like it's a boy that's even like more like this is real so i was about to say <laughs> there you go. while you're on, on twitter.com you are on the spookways today on i'm just getting way. those transitions today oh right? my word sorry i was looking at okay oh i love it Phoebe. Yep. checking on what ptx has been up to while they're at home <laughs> Da-da-da-da-da.